It's game day, a day where great food, friends, and family always come together. And bringing people together is what Harris Teeter is all about. We make sure you have the best and most delicious game day foods. Whether you're heading to the stadium or making your own tailgate at home, Harris Teeter is always game day ready. And you can save big on your game day celebration just by joining EVIC. Sign up today and save hundreds of dollars per month on the items you love most. Harris Teeter, let's game day together. Welcome to Ochenta Stories, recorded in bedrooms, living rooms, closets, and balconies in lockdown around the world. In each short standalone piece, artists, writers, creators, podcasters, and more answer the question, what do you want to hear when this pandemic is over? I'm your host this week, Maru Lombardo. And this week's story comes to us from Parma, Italy, written and performed by Italian interpreter and translator Lisa Bertacchini. The Bread is a short fiction about the meaning of our new routines and hobbies during quarantine and how they frame current and future perceptions of this global pandemic. This work, originally in Italian, has also been produced in English, and you can listen to that version later on in the episode. And now, without further ado, here is Il Pane by Lisa Bertacchini. Che profumo! Posso assaggiare? Certo, piccola. È il pane che facevo da bambina. Ti piace? Mmm, è buonissimo. Ma dove hai imparato? La mamma non lo compra così. Vuoi la verità? Ho imparato 30 anni fa. Sono tanti ormai. Eravamo obbligati a stare in casa perché fuori c'era una malattia invisibile. Così facevo tanto pane per passare il tempo. Ma come? Chiusi in casa? Ma sempre? A lezioni di storia non ce l'hanno mai detto. Non se ne parla tanto perché è stato un periodo difficile in cui noi ci siamo sentiti molto fragili e impotenti. Le medicine non funzionavano e l'unica cosa da fare era chiudersi da soli in casa. Come in una guerra? Tanti l'hanno vissuta così, ma credo sia molto diverso. Io una guerra vera non l'ho mai vissuta, sai, ma noi eravamo più fortunati. Certo, le scuole erano chiuse, nessun pomeriggio al parco giochi, nessuno spesa al supermercato. Beh, le lezioni si potevano fare da remoto, no? E con gli amici si poteva giocare online e anche la spesa la fai su un sito e basta. Sai, per te è normale, ma 30 anni fa non era così. Guarda queste foto di quando ero giovane. Le lezioni si facevano in classe con la maestra alla lavagna. Dopo la scuola si andava insieme al parco a giocare. Non si faceva tutto su internet come oggi. Se oggi va così è proprio perché 30 anni fa, costretti da questa malattia, abbiamo sfruttato la tecnologia per cambiare le nostre vite. Beh, ma allora è stato fighissimo. Il mondo prima era da vecchi. Andare a scuola presto al mattino è noioso e giocare al computer è strabello. Era solo diverso, su, ma cambiavano davvero tante cose. Le persone chiuse in casa hanno trovato tempo per le loro passioni e sono diventate creative. Hanno sviluppato tecnologie per comunicare, lavorare... Abbiamo imparato a cucinare, tanti disegnavano, facevano giardinaggio e si dedicavano a quello che avevano sempre sognato, perché avere tempo per sé era di nuovo un valore. Sì, ma se non puoi vedere gli amici, per chi cucini? Io, ad esempio, facevo il pane per tutti i vicini e lo consegnavo in bicicletta. Tu non sai quanti sorrisi ricevevo quando consegnavo le pagnotte calde e croccanti. Sì, ma in bicicletta che fatica! Figurati, andavi pianino perché tanto avevi tutto il tempo del mondo. E l'aria era diventata fresca, pulita, non c'erano auto, l'ambiente era meno inquinato. Ma almeno per strada incontravi qualcuno. 
Mai e poi mai. Si usciva con la mascherina solo per motivi essenziali. Gli unici che incontravo per strada erano i poliziotti. Oddio no, quelli ti vogliono solo arrestare. Non è vero, piccola loro, così come i medici, salvavano vite verificando che nessuno uscisse per motivi inutili. Così i cittadini iniziavano a sentirsi responsabili nei confronti degli altri e a capire che solo insieme, con senso civico, si poteva uscire da quel momento. Si era riscoperto il senso di comunità, collaborazione, una nuova intesa tra le persone unite dalla volontà di pensare a un futuro migliore. A me non sembra così bello, però sembra più la fine del mondo. A volte sembra davvero così. Ad esempio tutti andavano a comprare le scorte di farina e lievito per fare il pane in casa. E così era finito. Come nei videogame per sopravvivere fino al livello dopo. Mi sa che non è stato così bello come credevo. Nelle difficoltà, a volte, si trova la forza per reagire. Quando devi superare un livello nei videogiochi e non riesci, lo ripeti tante volte fino a capire il trucco. Noi non potevamo ripetere nulla, ma potevamo rallentare. Apprezzare i momenti di normalità che davamo per scontati, dedicarci alla famiglia o ai nostri animali. Io ad esempio passavo ore nei musei con le visite virtuali. Mi sembrava di viaggiare anche da casa. Ma non è la stessa cosa, nonna. Hai ragione, ma rallentare era l'unico modo che avevamo per ripartire al massimo. Dovevamo accettare di fare passi indietro per poter arrivare lontano. Nel bene e nel male, la malattia ci ha fatto ritornare umani, con le nostre fragilità, certo, ma soprattutto con quella grande capacità di rinnovarci davanti alle sfide. Forse dovrei pensare così anche quando gioco al computer, nonna. Se io e i miei amici vedessimo le sconfitte come un modo per pensare come ottenere una vittoria nel livello dopo, forse saremmo più bravi. Devi scrivere un libro così glielo spiego. Ah, piccola, non so se ne sono capace. Secondo me sì. E poi devi mettere anche la ricetta di questo pane. Ha il profumo più buono del mondo. Anche per me è il più buono del mondo, perché profuma di condivisione, famiglia e ricordi di un pezzo di storia che ha lasciato il segno e ci ha insegnato ad essere persone migliori. The Bread by Lisa Bertacchini Granny, it smells so good in here! Can I try? <laughs> of course, love! This is the bread I used to make when I was a child. Do you like it? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> Where did you learn how to make this? The one mommy buys is so different. Do you really want to know? Yeah. Okay, well, I learnt 30 years ago. It seems so far now. We were forced to stay at home because, well... An invisible disease was spreading outside, so I used to make bread to kill the time. What? Forced to stay at home all the time. I have never heard of this in my history classes. Oh, well, we don't talk much about it because it was a, a hard time. <laughs> But uh, we felt weak and powerless. Medicines were not effective, and all we could do was, was lock ourselves at home, alone. Like during wartime? <laughs> That's how many people felt, being honest, but I think it was different. <laughs> See, I've never experienced a war, but we were much luckier, for sure. 
However, schools were closed. Yay! There's no chance to go to the park in the afternoon or shopping at the supermarket every day. But you could attend classes remotely, right? And you could also play online games with friends or order food online and it's all sorted. It's all easily done for you, but it wasn't 30 years ago. Just look at these pictures of me when I was younger. <laughs> See, we used to go to school and teachers wrote on blackboards. And after school, we all went to parks to play together. We did not spend our lives on the internet like today. <laughs> yes. If the world is the way you know it today, it's because 30 years ago, due to this disease... We made the most of technological resources to improve our lives. It was super cool then. Life was so boring in the past. Going to school early in the morning is a nightmare. And playing video games is so exciting. Oh, come on. <laughs> it was just a, a different lifestyle. But many things had to change indeed. See, people at home, they found time for their passions and became creative. <laughs> we developed technologies to communicate and work. We learnt new recipes. Many people started drawing or doing gardening and devoting time to those things that they could only have dreamt of till then. Having time for yourself had a whole new value. But if you can't see your friends... Who do you cook for? Well, for instance, I I used to bake bread for my neighbours. Yes, and then deliver it to them by bike. <laughs> yeah, you cannot imagine how happy they were when they received my warm and crunchy loaves. <laughs> oh, biking is so tiring, Granny. <laughs> you could take your time. <laughs> you had all the time you needed. The air was fresh and clean, no cars around, no pollution. Could you at least meet someone in the streets? <sighs> Forget that. <laughs> you could only go out for valid reasons, and you had to wear a mask. Mm. Yes, I only met policemen in the streets. Oh, no. Those just want to send you to jail. Oh, that's not true, love. Exactly like doctors in the hospitals, they were there to protect our lives by verifying people were not going out for no reason. That way, citizens started to feel responsible towards each other and understood that you could only overcome the situation by, by showing respect and public spirit. <laughs> yes, we rediscovered what it meant to be part of a community. <laughs> the importance of cooperating and understanding each other and being willing to work towards a, a better future. I still don't find anything nice about what you say, Grandma. Mm. It sounds like the world was about to end. Sometimes it did look like that. 
For instance, everyone was flocking to the supermarkets to buy flour and baking powder to make bread, so they ran out very soon. <laughs> it sounds like trying to survive to reach the next level on a video game, huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it wasn't as cool as I thought. <laughs> Well, when life is hard, sometimes you cannot but find your willingness to react. Hmm? Like when you need to reach a next level on a, a video game and you can't make it. You keep trying until you understand where the catch is, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Well, we could not try again, but we could slow down appreciate normal life that we sometimes took for granted, spend times with our families and pets. I spent so many hours doing virtual museum tours, I felt like I was travelling from home. <laughs> but that's a different thing, Granny. Okay, you're right. <laughs> but slowing down the pace of our lives, <laughs> well, that was all we could do to start again. Hmm? <laughs> yes, we had to accept that taking a step back was the, the best way to make a leap forward. In the end, this disease gave us back some of our humanity. <laughs> we realised that we were weak, that's for sure, but that we also have a great ability to, to renew ourselves when confronted with challenges. Maybe I should see my video games like this too, Granny, huh? I, if my friends and I saw challenges as a way to improve and win the following session, maybe we will be better players, right? You should write a book about this so I can explain it to them, Granny. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> I'm sure you can. And hey, you should also add the recipe for these loaves. And they taste better than anything I know on the whole planet. Well, <laughs> I also think this is the best bread in the world. <laughs> can you smell that? It smells of shared emotions, time spent with our families, and memories that changed us forever and made us better individuals. Go on, have another bit. Cheeky sausage. This episode was produced by Studio Chenta, written and performed in Italian by Lisa Bertacchini. Lisa is an Italian interpreter and translator based in Parma, Italy. Special thanks to Sara Golding for performing in the English version of this podcast. Sara is a drama teacher and voice actor with an independent voiceover company called Quirky Voices. You can follow her work at quirkyvoices.weebly.com. Thank you for listening to Ochenta Stories. If you like what you heard, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts in whatever language you choose. 
Follow us over at Ochenta Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram for updates. You can find transcripts and learn more about the project, which is still accepting pitches, over at ochentastudio.com slash ochentastories. <laughs>